Blessings. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend, this quarter hour of uh, the Lord's Word, all about the Holy Trinity today. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Program thankfully underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. Reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. You can reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Well, as I said, some thoughts this blessed day and this wonderful weekend in the next few minutes about the Holy Trinity. The scriptures state, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And yet there are three persons in the one Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The three are one and yet distinct with a uniqueness ascribed to each person. Consider the Father, for example. The Catechism asks, why is the first person of the Holy Trinity called Father? Here is the most wonderful thought, and may it comfort and strengthen you this weekend. Namely this, God is the Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, but he is also my Father through faith in Jesus. Jesus once said in John 20, 17, I am returning to my Father and your Father to my God and your God. So there you have it. Jesus refers to him as his Father, and yet they're equal in the Holy Trinity. And God the Father, through Christ, and by faith in him and through your baptism, he's also your Father. You can address him that way in prayer. And uh, you do when you pray the Lord's Prayer, and you say, Our Father, which art in heaven. Wow, <laughs> what a privilege, what a pleasure. In six days, the Father created all things out of nothing, ex nihil, simply by his word. Psalm 33, the psalmist wrote, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry hosts by the breath of his mouth. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. St. Paul wrote to the Colossians, By him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, Yes, God the Father is your creator and your father as well. Man alive, does it get any better than that? The explanation to the third article states, I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and well, choose food, drink, house, home, wife, and children, land, animals, and all that I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve, and Obey. Yeah, that's from the first article of the Creed. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO concerning Christ, the second person of the Trinity. Consider John chapter 1, where the apostle is written, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And later in the same chapter, it says, and the word, namely Christ, that's who he's referring to. The word became flesh, dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace 
and truth. Even later in that same chapter, these precious words are recorded. The next day, he, that is, John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the word behold means see, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Who else but God can possibly do that? Jesus Christ is God, the second person of the Holy Trinity. He once said, I and the Father are one. The Greek word used here is homoousion, which means one of the same substance. Jesus also said, for this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Well, who else but God can raise you up on the last day. The very name Jesus means the Lord saves. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. No other name but Jesus. In Hebrews 1, 3, it says, He sustains all things by his powerful word. In the Catechism, it states, At the wedding feast of Cana, Jesus revealed his glory by turning water into wine. He rebuked the storm on the Sea of Galilee, and the wind became perfectly calm, and the waves as well. He healed the paralytic in Matthew chapter 9. He called Lazarus back to life in John chapter 11. He rose from the dead in Matthew chapter 28. Who else but God can possibly do that. The second article of the Creed states, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the quick and the dead. We'll talk more about the Holy Trinity and more about the second person and the third person of the Holy Trinity as well. That'll be coming up in the second segment here of Moments of Assurance Weekend. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Very pleasant. Welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend, Part 2, talking about the Holy Trinity today, appropriately. Who is the only true God? The Catechism asks. And the Catechism answers, the only true God is the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three distinct persons, one divine essence. Here's the critical question. How are the three persons distinguished from one another? The catechetical answer, the Father has begotten the Son from eternity. 
The Son is begotten of the Father from eternity. The Holy Spirit from eternity proceeds from the Father and the Son. To the Father is especially ascribed the work of creation. To the Son, the work of redemption. And to the Holy Spirit, the work of sanctification. So what you have, you have three distinct persons in one divine being. So a mystery, but true. This is the God who loves you. So how about the Holy Spirit? Third article of the Creed states, I believe in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. What does this mean? I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith, even as he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. So here you have the third person of the Godhead. He is a person, not merely a force from heaven. He is identified as the third person of the Trinity, where Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and of the Holy Spirit. He's a real person in the Godhead. You may remember, and he is true God, by the way. Yes, you may remember Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and Sapphira, you know, they held back some of their offerings and lied about it. The apostle Peter said, Ananias... How is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit? You have not lied unto men, but unto God. So what is the special work of the Holy Spirit? Now that you know he is true God. Catechism states the Holy Spirit sanctifies me, makes me holy by bringing me to faith in the first place. It's purely by his doing in Christ so that I might have the blessings of redemption and heaven, have the blessing of knowing I'm going to heaven and that I might lead a godly life. So sanctification, the Holy Spirit, prompts you, and, and he helps you in sanctification to lead a godly life. You want to do it because of what Christ has done for you. The Holy Spirit, through the Word, gives you the motivation and the power to do so. You need the Holy Spirit, and so do I, because you are born spiritually blind, dead, an enemy of God, St. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit, for they are foolishness to him. He cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. They are understood through the ways God has given to you to understand him through his precious word and sacraments. So in other words, Holy Spirit keeps you in the true faith. Philippians 1.6 states, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus, until Jesus returns. The Holy Spirit is the heavenly prompter, like a television newscaster who keeps referring to the prompter to remember what to say. The Holy Spirit is there to bring to your remembrance what you have been taught by God. 
because he brings you constantly back to Jesus. That's the, the main deal. Holy Spirit, not pointing to himself. Not interested in pointing to himself. Holy Spirit pointing to Christ. Pointing to the cross. Pointing to the empty tomb. Pointing to the ascension and being seated at the right hand of the Father. Pointing back to the promise from the Lord Jesus. The critical promise for you to believe today. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. So the Holy Spirit of God, third person of the Trinity, 100% God. Well, the Holy Trinity today, this weekend, three distinct persons, one divine essence. What a God. What a Lord. What a Savior. What a Holy Spirit indeed. Appreciate you being along for a Moments of Assurance weekend here this weekend. Hope you enjoyed that uh, study on the Holy Trinity. I am awestruck as I think about God, what he's done for me, what he's won for me, who he is, and that he accepts me as a sinner on the basis of Christ's sacrifice. How about that? I invite you to join me, Mark Hawkinson, for the regular Moments of Assurance, Monday through Friday over the noontime hour right here on Worldwide KFUO. Keep it here. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.